welcome to Solve This Murder. I'm your detective, Bill. And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Danny. We're on part two of the million dollar bond robbery. In part one, we discovered that a million dollars in bonds had been stolen while on a boat on its way to New York. The case the bonds were in had been locked, but the lock had been scratched and tampered with and also opened with a key. I'd already talked to one of the key holders, Phil Ridgway, but now I'm on my way to the London and Scottish Bank to investigate the other two key holders. All right, Danny. <clears throat> you... I've got to talk to some general managers. Great. You go into the bank, you flash your... They know me. Not badge, yeah. Uh, and you make your way up to the executive offices of Mr. Vavasour and Shaw. Yep, Vavasour and Shaw. Mm-hmm. They are both pretty standard. Older white men. Vavasour has a white beard. Shaw, clean shaven. That's about all we've got as descriptions of them. Yeah, two old, very standard, not particularly interesting men. All right. I can probably talk to them together. Yeah, absolutely. They both come towards you. They both shake your hand. At the same time, in perfect sync. (laughs) I say, oh, look, um, gentlemen, I'm just... I picture Vavazor as being the tall one. And Shaw being the short one. that's 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. Vavasour is taller, thinner, he has a moustache. Okay. Shaw is smaller, not fat by any means, but he's stockier. Yeah. uh, And is bald. I agree. He feels bald. Yeah. This is, their names are Vavasour and Shaw. We know what they look like. (laughs) I say, oh, um, gentlemen, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just here. I'm investigating currently the robbery of your bonds. The the million dollars worth of bonds. Yes. Yes. That's uh, Vavasour. Uh, Shaw can be Scottish. All right, sure. Oh, why have I done this yeah, to myself? Yeah, you did this to yourself. Yes, of course. It's a very bad business, isn't it? Oh, oh, terribly, terribly. So now, obviously, I, I know this. I, I, we've already talked to Scotland Yard, and Inspector McNeil, I believe, is looking into it. He seemed very competent. You're adding to this investigation. Inspector McNeil. Investigating. You're aware of the name McNeil. Yeah. Uh, well, I was about to say, uh, obviously there is a Scotland Yard, a police investigation going on, uh, but we've worked with the police before and we like to do a, a, an independent investigation. I understand this might be a bother for you. I, I'm probably going to ask you questions that have already been asked to you and answered, but it's important that I get my information from the original source and not from the police reports. He looks understand. at the clocks on the wall and, you know, there are like five for, all, for oh, yeah. a bunch of different time zones. He goes, yes, yes, you know, we can, aff- we, yes, of course, we want to do everything for my nephew. We'll make this happen yes, briefly, but whatever you need. Look, this is a 20-minute conversation. It might save you a million dollars. That would be great. Now, I'd like to get a bit more information about the, the, the whereabouts and the movements of this case. Mm-hmm. So... I understand that the three of you, uh, yourself, Mr. Shaw here, and your nephew. I. Hey, <laughs> was there? Um, packed the the money into a into a portmanteau. Aye, that's true. So they come in a package already, like in a you know a big prism of bonds. Sure. Wrapped them all up, put them in a case, locked up the case, put them in another trunk. Off he goes. Uh, lovely and. And, I'm, and he mentioned that there was a unique lock on this portmanteau. Aye, I ordered it myself. Wonderful. Um, also, you're Scottish. Could you say purple burglar alarm? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this, this unique lock on the case. Uh, 
Could you tell me more about this? You worked with Hub to get it made? Yes. Uh, wouldn't trust any clerks or anything like that. Wouldn't trust a normal one. So went to Hub myself. Got it all made. Watched the whole process happen. Ordered three. Three keys. No more, no less. These three keys, you had one, Vavisor had one, and Mr. Ridgway had one. The, that's the, right. That's the first person I talked to last episode for people who I forgot that his name was Ridgway. <laughs> I might not even have been his name. No, it was. I, I, I hate to impose. Could I see the keys? Uh, Shaw looks at Vavisor, who ponders for a moment and goes, Yes, I'm pretty sure they've just been in the safe where we placed them on the 23rd after all this happened. Um, you, of course you haven't. Um, he, he was turning to Shaw as if to ask, you haven't done anything, and then immediately thought better of it. Sure. And said, no, yes, of course you wouldn't have had any time to... Yes, okay, let's go. You let's take me to the, the safe. safe. Um, you will have to stay out of the room while we open it, of course. What, so I don't see the combination? Yes. I'll just turn my back. You might hear it. We have to be very careful of these things in All a bank. Right. Okay, then they open it and say, okay, you can come in now. I come in. See, two keys. There are two keys there? Yeah. Do they look like the key Phil showed me? Absolutely. Because ideally they should be identical, right? Yes. They are identical, by, at least to my untrained eye? Uh-huh. Hmm. The keys are here. Unless one of them just put one back. Because it was like, get out of the room while we open the safe. You could take it out of his pocket, put it into the safe, and be like, here it is. So one of them may have had... The they, they both vouch for each other. That did not happen. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I'll trust him. But I'm just saying, everybody, it was a possibility. Be aware that I'm aware of the possibility of sleight of hand. All right, the keys are in the safe. And he ordered three keys. Mm -hmm. But he, that's what he says... I'm assuming if I if I ask, he wouldn't be able to produce that order, like like a receipt from Hub. I don't have one on hand, but you can ask them there. You can ask Mister Hub himself. I might do so. Yes. If I follow up and with Hub, and you'll know that I only knew him by reputation. We were not friends or anything. Mm. <coughs> oh, sorry. Okay, were they friends, <laughs> Danny? Danny, why would he say this? <laughs> no, I'm just letting you know that his word is trust <clears throat> trustworthy. Uh, sorry, are you sick? Uh, no, not anymore. I'm, I'm totally, <clears throat> I'm totally better. <clears throat> no, like obviously Mr. Vavasor puts a hand on his shoulder and a bit of a, oh, you don't need to be so brave. Look, he says, he's been out with bronchitis for the last two weeks. Very sad. He's such a trooper. Oh, no. At our age, it's nothing to be trifled with. Oh, of course. Uh, when did the sickness start? This has to be relevant or you would not be mentioning how sick he is. <laughs> At first, I thought Danny was just coughing, but it was too consistent. When did, when did this start? When, when did you get sick? Uh, uh, sure. He gives a bit of a look and says, oh, yes, yeah, I suppose it has been a couple of weeks now. Oh, hard to say, but uh, Vavasor, he is. On top of it, he goes, all right, now hold on, hold on. I've got the um, <laughs> ins and outs, you know, the, what do you call it? The coming in of the building and out of the building yeah, records. Yeah, the clock-ins. Yes, clock that's exactly it. Let me take a look. Um, yes, okay, so the 23rd was when all of this business went down. And um, yes, on the 23rd, in fact, uh, quite soon after we did all of this, that was when you started feeling ill. You were getting a bit pale and I suggested... Maybe you should take the rest of the day off, and you did, and haven't seen you until yesterday. Okay, so, okay, I'm not talking to them anymore. Cut those strings. <laughs> so Shaw was, went out sick the day that all of this happened. Turned out to be bronchitis. Yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, that's nasty. That, 
I mean, he may well have left early enough to get onto the boat, but that doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I have to go and talk to the shipyard people probably. But that's that's clear. I mean, clearly that is something. How did you sound over the phone when you called? Did you order these over the phone? No. You ordered them in person. Of course. That was fine then. You were fine then when you did the ordering? Yes, yes, of course. That would have been, you know, a couple of days before all this happened. We were getting things ready. Okay, that's because I was thinking maybe there's some weird, like, voice thing. Like, maybe someone called Hub to be like, actually, could you give me a fourth key, please? I'd love a fourth key. You think anyone can just imitate this voice? I do, especially, but like the fact that you're sick this is, is a big insulting. part of it. Like you're so sick. He said he didn't know who Hub was. He said, he said he, by reputation. Yeah. So maybe he turned up to Hub's office and a random criminal was like, I'm Hub. I'll make the keys for you. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I should go to Hub. I don't know <laughs> if they went to Hub in this story, but I should talk to Hub. <laughs> You're right, Hub is not in this story, but sure, we can make a Hub. Uh, You can't get an in-person meeting with him. Of course not. Yeah, you can call Hub. Okay, hold on. Hold on. What the hell is happening? So he had bronchitis. Hub ear. (laughs) Sorry, what was that? Hub ear. Oh, Hub ear. Who's speaking? (laughs) It's me, Hastings. Hello. Oh, Hastings, gotcha. Hello, I've heard all about you, and I hear you. you want to know about an order I filled. I do. Did you fill an order? For Mr. Shaw from the London and Scottish Bank. Absa-dippy-dozy, I did. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, I like this character work. When you did that order, could you tell me... I'm not going to prompt you. Tell uh-huh. me what the order was. What did they order? It was one fancy specialised lock, untamperable, like all mine is, and free keys to go for it. Now, you say free keys. <laughs> Are you insulting me? I'm not. I'm merely asking for clarification. Do you mean the keys themselves were, were free? T-H-R-E-E. T-H-R-E-E. Yeah, it does spell three. Okay. So you made three, and you made three keys, obviously. Absolutely. That was, the order. that was the order. That's what I did. Who? Did someone pick them up? Did you deliver them to the office? No, Mr. Shaw was there the entire time. Oh, so he just hung around while you made three keys at all? Yes, he said that he didn't want any interim people. That was important business. Okay, that does sound pretty bloody secure. This, uh, did, he have, did you give him bronchitis or something? I mean, I don't have bronchitis. Bronchitis. What day was this? Was this on the 23rd? Did you make no, it that No, that would have been too early. Like, like, I'm thinking some, some b- amount of days before that, but not many. Probably the 20th or 21st or so. This is so weird. Why does he have bronchitis? Why would you tell me this? Okay, I'm going to ignore it until it's relevant. I'm going to wait. Maybe I'll find out later. Be like, Johnny Coughsville came on and was coughing everywhere. <laughs> be like, that's it. That's Mr. Shaw. Mm-mm. All right, sorry, I got to go. A multi-millionaire is uh, looking for some special safes to be put in. It's a big deal. See ya. Right, bye. Okay, so the three keys checks out so far. And the, the keys were there. I found all three keys. I haven't seen a fourth. One of them could have sleight of handed it into there, but that's fine. Also, the day they locked the keys away and got on the boat and all that jazz. Incidentally, they wouldn't have needed to sleight of hands it in. They work there. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. It's been two weeks. Yeah, one of them could have put it back. But I do know with all three, like, like either they're guilty. Mm-hmm. If the key, if it was one of these keys, sure. it's like, either they're guilty or, you know, 
it wasn't the keys. Later key right. shenanigans. Exactly. But it's not like, if it hadn't been there, it would be like, oh no, let's find out who stole this from your safe. Mm -hmm. But it is there, so they could have done it, but it changes the, the dynamic. Mm -hmm. This three keys thing seems to check out so far. Shaw got in bronchitis and went home sick on the 23rd, which I believe was the day the ship left. Mm. They put the keys away, and they then... went off, and then Shaw was like, oh, bye everybody. <laughs> Do I yeah. know if the ship had left by that point or whether he could have still ostensibly gotten onto the boat? The ship left in the morning. Okay, so, so he said it wasn't until after lunch. Yes. That's interesting. I wonder how he got bronchitis. Is bronchitis like a... like a? If I, if I had it's bronchitis... It's like temporary and I asthma. Through, but if I have bronchitis mm -hmm. and I go <clears throat> near someone, they don't get bronchitis. It's not a transferable disease. It's an inflammation of your own lungs. Uh, I assume it's caused by bacteria or something. Okay, so it could be an infection. Like, he may have been More Googling. Near... No, no, it's probably fine. I don't know. And look, I can only know what they knew about bronchitis in the 20s. So can, <laughs> you, Google, can you Google what did we know about bronchitis <laughs> in the 1920s? Please don't. Please don't. Uh, viral infections. Okay, it's a viral infection. So it could be something you picked up. If I see somebody else with bronchitis, maybe I know they were associating with each other. Mm. Did anyone else have bronchitis so far? Not that you've noticed, right. but uh, again... Poirot's sick! Oh, no! <laughs> uh, he caught it two weeks ago if there was someone else with bronchitis. That haven't done whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, then... It seems like I've poked and prodded everything in the bank that needs poking and prodding. It's not like I can look at security footage or anything like that. It's mm. 1920. So I think I go to the shipyards and I talk to the shipmen. Sounds good. Or shipwomen. The ship people is who I'll talk to. <laughs> talk to the shippos. All right. You head to the shipyard and the person running the docks at this point gives you a nod as you approach his booth. Yeah, here's the dock booth. Look, I'm looking for some information about a ship that left port on the 23rd heading to New York. Oh, yes, that sounds like the Olympia. The 23rd. The Olympia. Yes, yes, right, the, Olympia. the Olympia. I have heard that before. Yes. Do you know anything about the who the passenger list on that ship or who was getting on off? Uh, like that? Oh, I suppose yes. I would need to ask uh, some of the... This would be much easier if you waited uh, a few more days. Uh, Is it coming back? Yes, it's due back on Tuesday, but that's okay. Hold on. He scrambles around for a while. Should I just wait for the ship time. to get back and talk to the actual you, people on the ship? You could do that as well. All right, see ya. Yeah, maybe I'll just do All that. All right, fast forward to Tuesday. I'll wait till Tuesday. Great. Comes let's, back. Let's chat with the actual people the, on the ship. the master steward on the ship, he has the passenger list in full. Great. Oh, yes. What would you like to know? Was there a man on the ship? Yes, several. With a big old giant trunk? Yes, several. Who complained about things having been stolen from his room. Oh, yes, we're talking about that part. Yeah, yes, that was very that. unfortunate. That was quite a dampener on this part of the trip. Yeah. Can you solve this mystery for me? Yes, I'd cool. love Who to. It? Who did the crime? Okay, okay, so what do we know so far? And uh, what other information... Regarding the boat, vis-a-vis -vis the boat, yes, would help. Well, just tell me. I don't need to lead this investigation. You tell me what you know. I'll ask you questions. Well, I can tell you most certainly how the investigation went. It was only a couple of hours before we were due to hit New York uh, when this young fellow raised the alert. Raised the alarm saying that something had been stolen from the him. The purple burglar alarm, yep. What? Oh, sorry, you're not Scottish. It's all right. <laughs> and uh, 
we at first had no idea what he was talking about. And eventually he told us that it was a matter of some importance and quite mm. a significant package. Something to do with these bonds, I have since heard the news. Oh, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, seeing the seriousness of it, uh, we put the whole boat on lockdown for that time. So we did a thorough investigation, mm -hmm. all of the rooms, and we couldn't find anything such that he described. We had no choice but to arrive at our destination. But before anyone disembarked, they were in, they were searched. Now, you say before anyone disembarked, they were searched. Yes. Are you including only passengers, or were you searching crew members oh, as well? Oh, absolutely everyone. This was apparently incredibly serious. Now, it, it wasn't necessarily just me. I believe uh, port authorities came aboard as well, and they were part of it. Port authorities. Now, did you recognize these port authorities? Are they people that you have dealt with? You could say for sure. As if, if, if I put a gun to you. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put a gun to your head. Oh, my. Can you, will you say with certainty I, that you knew these Port Authority members? I can't say with all certainty, okay. no. I'll put the gun down. Thank you. Yes, to my knowledge, it was all fine. Some of the official uh, tugboats came alongside. And oh, they were, come on, man. They were, they were, you know, all proper. Port Authority came on. Tugboats. Yeah, so they even came in by boat. We hadn't put the ramp down or anything yet. If there were any fakes aboard, they would have had to fool the entire authority, be wearing uniform, and have bluffed their way past other members of the authority so that they could get aboard onto the boat. Yeah, so unless all it's, of the authorities in on it, that's probably unlikely. It seems unlikely. And look, I, I can guarantee we didn't find anything of the sort hidden aboard. And... After all the passengers have gotten off, we were going to do another thorough search again, and yet we'd barely even started before we started hearing the reports that they were sold. being sold. I'm assuming these tugboats and things that came up beside your ship. All above board. But they would have returned to port before you did, right? Led the way, left your ship, gone, gone back on board. Pretty similar timing. We were yeah. quite close. It wasn't that big a difference. I'm assuming there's obviously ways to like if if you've got a cabin or if you're a staff member maybe in the kitchen or whatever presumably you have like windows in this boat you could you could open them up drop a package out the window oh i'm sure to be lost at sea i suppose or thrown into a little boat that's come up beside the boat but they seem to be port authority boats mm -hmm. but again they are little boats that came up beside your boat it would be quite a remarkable act of coincidence do you have all of your lifeboats still they do a quick for? check, and yep, all seems Okay, lifeboats all, seems all accounted normal. for. I'm trying to, listen, people at home, I'm trying to ask all the questions that you're asking right now. You're screaming, you're saying, You're doing great. You idiot, why didn't you ask about the lifeboats? Well, I did, so you can shut up. <laughs> okay, so the lifeboat, lifeboats are all still accounted for. I'm just trying to find some kind of smoking gun. And so you so all the passengers were searched mm -hmm. on their way off, mm -hmm. and nobody well, <laughs> and nobody had the bombs, right? <laughs> you didn't find them then. <laughs> I didn't ask, but that I would assumed be we had an omission. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you can ask me a follow-up question. So they searched all the passengers on their way out. Didn't find any of these things. Mm -hmm. The port authority came up with tugboats, but it was like a full proper port. It would have had to be like dozens of 
yeah. fake people all who stole uniforms and ships and things like that. So it feels like you that would be a very thing, a very hard thing to pull off if you were a fake port very authority much so. man. Did any crew from the boat leave on like to get off at New York? Presumably they, they did. Of course, there are some transfers over. There's a brief stopping period. Uh, any... Everyone would have gotten off. Obviously, the passengers were all new people, right? Yes. Were there any new crew members for this stint? Anyone you hired or board just for uh, this? No, this is a very regular route. Did you find a Scottish man with bronchitis anywhere on board? Um... Did you hear any coughing? We're at sea. There's always coughing, spitting, cursing, all of that sort of thing. Um, No, none of that occurs to me. I mean, obviously, I suppose there were some Scottish passengers, Mm. but nothing that stands out. And I haven't heard anything about a bronchitis outbreak. No. Did you find anything at odd, odd when you were searching the rooms? You just said you did a thorough search of all the rooms. Was there anything noteworthy? Anything that you couldn't explain is just that's someone's stuff? There's a lot of rooms. Uh, maybe could we narrow it down slightly? No. Don't we every single room? No. What about the rooms? Ne- how is how is Phil Ridgeway's room laid out? Does it have a balcony? That wouldn't make sense. Does it have a little window out to see? Anything like that? Yes, sure. It was a relatively expensive room. It gets a window. Could that window be open from the inside? Uh, yes, it could open. Interesting. So he could have... Did you check outside the boat when you were doing we, your search? As we in out we the were at sea. Yeah, but say you had fishing wire. You could hang something out the window for a while. Uh, no, I don't recall checking for fishing wire. Okay, interesting. I don't know if anyone thought to do that. I don't know. It feels like maybe you could have... Like, you wouldn't throw... Though they were sealed... Would I know if you took a sealed thing of bonds out of a of a of a portmanteau, but leaving them in that seal? You mentioned a few times it was sealed. Mm. That surely I could throw them into the ocean without them getting water damaged. It wouldn't have been a plastic seal, it, obviously, because it was bloody nineteen twenty three. That we don't have plastic. Yet. Yeah, it would be a bit of a worry about the yeah, reliability of that. Right. And I was, yeah, I was picturing them like vacuum sealed in mm. plastic. It's like it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> we do not have that technology. Yeah, it's probably paper. Yeah, it's probably just a paper seal. Man, isn't that wild? Plastic, sometimes you forget that we didn't have it until like the yeah. 50s. Yeah, something like that. At least in any kind of like normal use. That's Ridiculous. Wild. I still remember that reading a, a John Wyndham novel where the guy like comes back from the future. It's a John Wyndham. Yeah. Not, I keep forgetting which ones are John Wyndham's, which ones are Philip K. Dick's. And he's like, you have to invest in plastics. Plastics. It's like, what the hell's a plastic, idiot? Uh, That's nothing, not even a word. He's like, please remember, invest in plastic. Um, yeah, it's so good. Oh, he loved wild. his plastic. He was a plastic man. He was yeah. like, I come from the distant future, 1955. If only he knew what we do. That plastics are real cool. <laughs> Invest in microplastics. They'll be everywhere. They'll be all over the place. Everybody's going to have microplastics in them. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I mean, not interesting. I know nothing. This is not... Okay. Everybody was searched... The rooms were all searched. The windows can open. It's possible things could have been thrown outside, but they couldn't have survived in the vastness of the ocean. You did sound like you were going to ask a potentially pertinent question at some point in there and then cut yourself off. About the open windows? About the balconies? Right before you asked about the balcony. The layout of his room. Is there anything about... Did these rooms have bathrooms or anything like that? 
No, these ones did not have adjoining bathrooms. These ones are just uh, several cabins. Look, they're nicely sized cabins, but just all cabins in a row. And then each hallway has a bathroom that can be shared. Okay, shared bathroom, cabins in a row in a hallway. You search those cabins. There's got to be something specific to ask about this searching process or what was found or where it was found or how these things were laid out. We don't think the Port Authority people were fake. They were real Port Authority people. How could you get these bonds off the boat? Unless they never made it onto the boat, but that's a whole different kettle <laughs> of fish. Were there any other boats that were doing the same journey, but faster? Um, yes. Oh, wait, there was? Uh, I mean, yes. Like, the the Olympia is a... Hey, everybody, if there's an answer, it means I'm right. Because Danny wouldn't be so sure if there wasn't an answer in the book. It's got to be relevant. What was the book? Oh, yes, the Olympia is a spectacular vessel, but it doesn't hold the Atlantic record. Uh, that's the gigantic. And it left the same day? The same day, but Come arrives on. a day earlier. Come on. Because half an hour is not fast enough to get... Even if you got them off the boat, that's a wickedly quick time to get those sold. Like, unless you wrap them up as ham, take them to people as ham, and say, give me 10,000 ham clams for this ham. <laughs> like, half an hour is so quick. If it got there a day earlier and started selling, maybe they waited for the boat to arrive before they decided to sell them. In fact, was your boat slightly late coming in or anything like that? Was it scheduled to come in at a certain time but came in slightly late because of this searching I mean, delay? I suppose the searching probably delayed yeah, it. right. So they, ideally they want it to be like an hour or two after it arrived, but it ended up being half an hour, which is too suspiciously quick. They wanted to pretend it was never on the gigantic in the first place. So the bonds never made it onto the boat. How were the bonds sealed? I don't ask this guy. He doesn't know. He's a, he's a, he's yeah. a boatman. All right, you, call, you call Philip like, again I or call someone? Phil. I say, okay. Phil, Phil, Phil. Yes, you said, yes, you, you yes. You said when you saw the bonds, you saw them pre-sealed. Yeah. Did you ever see the bonds themselves? What? I'm... For example, if you had been given hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sheets of blank paper in a seal... Could you have known the difference? I, I, I guess not. No, I, right? How? Because they were in an opaque plastic. Because they weren't in clear plastic. Because plastic hadn't been invented yet. But why? That doesn't make. Uh, why would someone set? Why would I be sent off with paper to New York? That's ridiculous. Because you was God. This thing still was opened, but you were sent with fake bonds. Because the real bonds were being sent on a different ship so they could get there early and be sold, they were pre-stolen. What you had were fake bonds, and the theft of your fake bonds was just to get rid of the evidence or to, to, to pretend that they were stolen now. Your bonds were, were, were your, your fake bonds were stolen, right? To hide the fact that uh, the bonds were on the original ship, on the gigantic, and they were then Tossed out the window, right? Open the window, throw the bonds out. They get destroyed in the ocean. No one actually cares. They were literally worthless pieces of paper. The real bonds have been pre-stolen. So the ones you put in the case were never... In fact, you were in on it. Wait, why am I talking to you? Because you had to be in on it because you unlocked it with your key. I did no such thing. No, then you wouldn't have brought up the fact that that was weird. You would have hidden it. And you did bring up the fact that that was weird. You weren't in on it. You were a patsy. Someone else was in on it. But I don't know... Who did that? Was, hey, question. When you were on the boat, mm -hmm. did you find a coughing Scottish man anywhere? <laughs> coughing Scottish man? Um, no, no. Uh, you know what? You didn't see a coughing Scottish man. The coughing Scottish man 
sure because he left i didn't see anyone in my area there was was, i think there was only like one person in the row of cabins near me and it was like some uh the the 1920s favorite word invalid sure okay didn't come out of the cabin no because that was sure maybe hold on sure left sick obviously had snuck somewhere would he have left? I know he left like pretty much after doing all this this key stuff. Mm. He left early in the morning. Would he have left with enough time to get specifically onto the Olympia, or just with enough time to get onto the Gigantic? The Do Gigantic probably would not quite have enough time. The Olympia maybe at a stretch. Okay, so he his job was to get onto your boat with you. He had already been like, "I'm going home sick." Turns up, disguised himself as an invalid. Gets onto the boat just to do the stealing of the fake bonds, chuck them out the window. When did he get the... I mean, presumably he just has control over the bonds. He just put them onto yeah. the gigantic himself. I think that's got to be yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. He, he, he can have patsies. He keeps talking about how he doesn't trust underlings to handle things. Maybe he does. Yeah. So he gets the three... So hold on, everybody. This is, I've solved the crime. I've solved the crime. I know all the elements here. And the elements are thus. Mr. Shaw wants to steal all this money. He's been he's been an underling of Vavasur for too long. He wants a Scotland-only bank, and he's mad at the British for, for taking, <laughs> taking half the money that, that deserves to all be in Scotland. So he thinks, I'm going to steal a million dollars from my own bank. He knows there are bonds. He gets the bonds. He seals them. He then gets fake bonds and seals those as well. By fake bonds, I mean paper. And he puts them in a similar seal. Now no one knows. The original bond package goes with an underling onto the gigantic, crosses the Atlantic. On the same day, he seals these bonds, these fake bonds, in a portmanteau, gives them to Phil Hartman, Phil Ridgway, gets the three keys, makes a big show of it, these are the only keys, locks it all up, he sends Phil onto the Olympia with this trunk full of bonds, mm-hmm. fake bonds. He then goes, <coughs> so sick, <coughs> better go home sick. <coughs> Doesn't go home, goes to the docks, gets onto the Olympia before it leaves. He has a cabin next to, or on the same row as, as Phil's stuff. When Phil goes out to get a drink, he gets into the room, he uses the key, but... He's trying to stage it like it's a robbery, so he scratches it to make it look like someone picked a lock. He doesn't realise just how good Hub's locks are. He doesn't realise this is uh, a tell, right? He doesn't, he's not good at stealing. He's trying to be like, oh, someone tried to break in, but actually he just uses the key. It opens, he takes the paper and the bonds, he just chucks them out the window, because he doesn't need them anymore. They don't need to exist. Chucks them out the window, goes back to his room, coughing the whole way. <laughs> He doesn't have to be coughing. No, the he whole doesn't way. really have bronchitis. Um, <laughs> he he gets into it, gets back to his room. Guy comes back, realizes it was stolen. Everyone searched. Obviously, they're not found. They've been jettisoned already. Mm-hmm. The ship arrives, and within half an hour, everything's being sold. That was a mistake. I reckon ideally it was meant to be a couple hours after they arrived to give it a sense that they came on this boat as an alibi. But because it was delayed by all this searching and the theft and stuff, it ended up being too close for comfort, a bit too close to make any sense. Because that half hour doesn't make sense. Mm. The only question, and then obviously when, when we went to the safe, he put the key back in. The only question is, Vavazur was, was there with him, 
Sure, could have come in at any time. You're right. And it could put have come in at any time and put it back in. It wasn't at that moment. This opens to say, put it back once yeah. he's back home. That's it. We arrest. We arrest Shaw. Shaw is under arrest. Phil gets a promotion. Vavasur becomes king, and Hastings gets ten thousand dollars. That sounds like a wrap. You that did it. Sounds like a wrap. Hastings solved one. Poirot is devastated. Goes into retirement again. Perfect. Hastings Investigations. Congratulations. You did it. Nice. Oh, that was fun. Nice little two-parter. A nice little two-part mystery. It does almost feel like I could have solved that without going anywhere. Yeah. It's a funny one. Um, do you know? have any idea what the thing I mentioned at the start, that Poirot still in this one has a thing that he says out of nowhere that happens to be a big solver? Oh, and what is the thing that you're right? You I said wondered, there was a question that you Did asked. you have any idea what that could be? The question he asked was, was there a person on your floor, an individual who was too sick? I mean, yes, pretty much. He goes to the Port Authority, goes to the stewards and says, hey, I have a friend on this boat, an elderly gentleman, glasses, invalid, hardly moved out of his cabin. <laughs> and they went, oh, yep, checks out. Oh, that's this man who was uh, right next to Philip Ridgway. Lovely. <laughs> Oh. Did he pick that just because he thought that's a, that's a reasonable disguise? Yes, yeah. pretty much. No one's going to bother you. You don't Ridgeway look like Ridgeway definitely won't see him. You if can he's... cover yourself up yeah. in, in a fake beard and fake things and blankets and all that other stuff. Exactly. And, yeah, fair enough. Uh, wonderful. Well, look, that was, that was a fun little mystery. Fun little solve. No, it almost feels like I didn't need to do any of that investigation. I mm. could have kind of figured that out myself. It's not impossible. Um, but I was just getting that timing. Finding out about the other boat was great. And I'm glad mm. that I asked that rather than it was yeah, surprised. Yeah, I was really happy about that. That half hour thing was weird. There is another point where Philip Ridgway actually says, and I'm glad I didn't have to put this in because mm. I thought it was too much of a call. He says, there was one broker who even swears he started getting them before the boat landed. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, too, much. too much. That's too much, Phil. Come on. I didn't need that. Yeah. I didn't need that. It was obvious. Exactly. Doesn't mention at all the idea that the boat was delayed and that's why. No, it doesn't. I think that's true. I think that's good headcanon. Yeah. Makes Um, perfect sense. That it was delayed a little bit, so it didn't get in. Because they were just like, they had it on their clock. Like, it arrives at 11, so don't start selling till 1230. Mm -hmm. But it didn't arrive till 12. And then it was only half an hour. And it's like, that's too quick, man. You you failed. Absolutely. Brilliant. I thought you did a great job. It was a great little mystery. Thank you so much for running it for me. Uh, it was a nice little two-parter. I hope that was, you know, that was... Just keeping you tied it over. Yeah, there should be another one coming soon for for a big, proper, real one, um, which will be another one written by me. And um, if our other mini Christie wasn't already released on this feed many years ago, week. we'll just put that out as well. So there's plenty of Solve This Murder, even though this wasn't a murder. Can I quickly mm. uh, shoot Phil? Oh. Just shoot him right in the face. Oh. And he dies. Mm. Great. Now there's a murder to solve. It was me. We I did could have it. turned it into a fake murder. Like, oh no, the man, Mr. Ventner, who was in the cabin next to him, has vanished. He, he was thrown out the window. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Can I just also make a fun fact? Please make Mr. a fun Mr. Ridgway. Yeah. Uh, not the only Poirot mystery character who is named Ridgway on a boat. Who's another Ridge? Death boat? on the Nile. The victim is Lynette Ridgway. Oh, fun. Yeah. I wanted to say, when this one started, I was really worried that this was the story from the start, uh, from the very first episode of the David Suchet TV Poirots, which we watched. It's the only Poirot I mean, that's Suchet in here. that we've watched. Like, that's, that's in here yeah. somewhere. But I just, it was just a woman arrives at the office <laughs> with a car, talking about a husband and a possible crime. There's a big trunk. But that was about a missing uh, maid or a missing nanny or a missing yeah, house yeah, yeah. worker. 
Um, the Adventure of the Clapham Cook. The Clapham Cook. Story cook, twenty in right. this story in, in this book. So it was, but for a second I got worried. I was like, Tanny, don't you remember that we did this? Oh, one? I just finished reading it. <laughs> it's the last one that I read. Oh, there you are. <laughs> uh, well, thank you everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for 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 being part of the show. If you want to help support the show, the first and best way is to recommend it. Go online, tell friends, mention it in in forums on Reddit on on X on Blue Sky wherever you want just talk about the show get people listening tell friends and family uh, word of mouth is the best way to get people to actually listen to shows you can leave a review anywhere you can leave a review on whatever you're listening to this to check where the review option is and and write something say it's a good show uh, don't say it's a bad show don't leave that oh, review please yeah um, no I'm not very good at that and otherwise if you want to support in a slightly more tangible way we have a Patreon the uh, Patreon is for, for anybody who wants to get more out of everything that we do, anybody who signs up can appear as an NPC in either a Solve This Murder or an Escape This Podcast episode. There is bonus episodes every week for $5 donors. You can hear us doing a series of two-minute mysteries, which are kind of closer to this in their level of <laughs> mystery, but even smaller. We do them, you solve, we solve two of them in every 20-minute episode of a show. Uh, there's, you can hear playtest audio for our Escape Rooms show. There's, for $10 donors, there's monthly vlogs, there's... We're doing reacts to escape rooms in pop culture, sitcoms and things like that. Yes. Uh, for $20 donors, there's a trivia night and, uh, every month. And uh, for our $50 donors, there's playtest ability. You can play these mysteries before we, we do them. Uh, so lots of fun stuff there. And it's a great way to support the show. It's, we don't have ads on our shows. It's the way that we make money. Um, and it allows you to support both us and the rest of the audience who listens for free. They, they are supported by your donations. You allow us to keep making art that is free for everybody. So... Thank you very much for people who are signed up. Um, and also, hey, we have a merch page now. This Ooh. is new. There's some Solve This Murder merch. If you want a cup about, so you want a mug that talks about Solve This Murder, you want a shirt to show off how love with our little logo on it. Oh, uh, no, there is we a need link some slogans. So we, if you have any ideas for fun slogans and things that you want to see as future merch, the merch store is now available. So let us know. Send us an email. And instead of a question, query, or theory, be like, oh, you should get um, Johnny Cool, the police guy, on a shirt. Yeah, please remind us exactly what you're talking please about. Please give us a lot of context. We forget everything we say as soon as we say it. But we'd love to. So if you have ideas, let us know. Uh, otherwise, check it out. There is a link in the show notes below. You can go and buy some cool mugs and shirts and things. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. How did Shaw and Ridgeway get back? I guess they didn't take the Olympia back on its return trip. Ah, uh, they just they took just, a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The sucker's way of traveling the in the 20s. The sucker's way of traveling. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. A special thank you to Jared, Devon, and Witt from the podcast Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.